0: It is October of 2011 in Afghanistan, and you're all playing American soldiers, kicking knee-deep in the shit of war. You're the first squad of the first rifle platoon, uh, called Doom School, of Company C, or Charlie, of the 2nd Battalion of the 35th Infantry Regiment, Cacti, of the 3rd Infantry Brigade Combat Team, the Broncos, of the 25th Inventory, Invin, Infantry oh infantry boy. Division, Tropic Lightning. Jeez, that's Jeremy, a hon? Yes?
1: <laughs> Do you need to take a minute so, and get a drink or something?
0: I'm good at the moment. <laughs> I don't know it's if it's a drink will help. It's at the infantry. Uh, Army... Uh, Army the army organization is uh, very very layered. They're like ogres. We're in the army.
2: Okay, got it.
0: Yes, you're in the army. So this is the cool. symbol for uh, uh, Tropic Lightning, which is the infantry division that you're a part of. Uh, and this is right. the heraldry for the cacti, which is the regiment that you're a part of. Uh, Okay. Did
2: you say it was Hell's Cacti?
0: The heraldry cacti- for the cacti. Cactus. As in the plant with Cact- spikes. On I, it. Yes, multi- as in multiple of those. Cacti. Cactuses, but a that's fucking one nerd. So yeah. it's a cactus, this one? Because it's well, just the one? Cactuses. Well, the, the heraldry has a cactus in it. But it's the heraldry of the cacti. Because there's more than one person in it.
1: I'm googling this. We yeah, there's an a
0: Wikipedia page for it, so... Um so you're stationed in northern Kunar Province, uh at Combat Outpost, you'll see it on the map as Cop, Hanukkah Miracle, and uh the Cactire six months into a year long assignment at this outpost, uh in one of the roughest border zones in the ten year old Afghanistan war. Alright, so, like most Warzone soldiers, Doom School's troops are tossed back and forth between endless boredom and instance of ghastly excitement.
3: So, I thought I might play as Clifton, who is team leader of Alpha Squad. If you guys are okay, someone playing the squad leader.
1: Which one is Clifton? Oh, I see him.
3: Right Stuff. Yeah, Right ah. Stuff.
2: <laughs> you just yeah. want to be Right Stuff. Yeah, it's well, it's because that's his favorite gotta, place my to dad get anime. Was set up! Hmm? Yeah, no,
3: I mean that's that that is true. I ever tell you Jeremy about how Mom found one of those um, the one of the hentai um, ones, and she was very upset. What <laughs> for? Right stuff. They sent her a catalog. Well, they sent me a catalog, <laughs> but you know it has hentai section in it, so okay, Mom was was none too happy.
0: No, I don't think you ever shared that story with me. I'm sure yeah. it's a yeah. lot less funny when it's happening.
2: From <laughs> perspective. Kind of going between Hoagie and Chuckles, I think it would be pretty pretty fun to play. <laughs> I don't particularly want to play a serious character, and I don't really want to play the leader like I was last time. Uh, so I kind of want to gravitate to someone like that. Somebody more secondary. I, like, uh, I think Hoagie's a little more friendly, could be kind of goofy, but also, uh, you know... Uh, a good support character for the group, and I think Chuckles is pretty funny, and I think his shoot first attitude would be uh, pretty interesting to play. Yeah.
0: So all of these characters are gonna be involved in the mission. Uh, kind of cool. like uh, so whoever y'all don't play, I'm gonna be playing. Uh, so did you
3: say you need somebody to play Staff Sergeant Jeremy? Uh, D and Cooper Kirker,
0: Kryptowix. Um. So I, I, I can play him if that's easiest. I mean, it it would uh, definitely take a few balls off my plate. So gross. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'll play as him. As okay. Him. Uh, what about you, Tabitha? What about me? Um, who uh, uh who you want to play as? I'll
1: be Samantha.
0: So we've got uh Tabitha playing as Samantha Sutherberg. We've got John playing as uh, Staff Sergeant Jordane Kryptowicz, and Tobias, is. did you decide on Chuckles, or Hoagie? Chuckles. Chuckles, because you want to be an asshole.
2: <laughs> More of an asshole.
0: John, I'm going to give you a handout. I want you to read it out, okay? All right, all right, all right. Um, all right. 2nd Battalion,
3: 35th Infantry Regiment, Cacti, fought in Northeast Afghanistan in 2004-2005, then in Tekrit, Iraq, in 2009-2010. to 2010. Cacti spent a year training, and then deployed back to Northeast Afghanistan for a one-year tour in Spring 2011 was an unhappy return for the few career soldiers who were last here in 2005. They had fought hard to establish a U.S. presence in the region and handed it over to other units who saw constant conflict with an insurgency that seemed to feed on defeat. In late 2009, the U.S. abandoned four bases on the Nuristan Kunar border after heavy fighting that led to combat outpost Keating stuck at the bottom of the valley being partially overrun. The U.S handed the region over to carefully trained Afghan National Army forces in 2010. The ANA and the region promptly fell apart. Now, cacti are back. Over the past summer, cacti spent a hard week attacking the Taliban in the northern Wadapur Valley and an operation hammered down. Uh, they still send daily patrols into the southern Wadapur Valley, making uh, regular contact with insurgents. Uh, most patrols follow a similar pattern, hike or drive to checkpoint, come under fire, engage the enemy, fix his location, then call in the Apache gunships or mortar fire from COP Honaker Miracle or mir- artillery fire from nearby forward operating base FOB Blessing. Terrain permitting or uh,
0: otherwise to destroy the enemy. So that's a little background for what y'all have been up to. Tobias, I put a handout in your journal as well. Uh, Wadapur Valley, if you want to read that out to people.
2: Wadapur Valley. Another player should read this aloud or paraphrase it for the players. <laughs> What? You told me to read it. <laughs> Charlie Company <laughs> is stationed at Combat Outpost, Hanukkah Miracle, a sprawling compound at the mouth of Wadapur Valley, right next to the village of Shamir Kaut. Wadapur Valley is about 18 kilometers long, with a well-farmed valley floor 5 to 10 kilometers wide. Forested rich lines and summits rise far overhead, broken by countless narrow gorges and valleys. Halfway up the valley, the slopes begin to close in as you approach the villages of Katar Kala, Karu, and Shahid. In 2008, American soldiers built a medical clinic at Katar Kala to be run by Afghan doctors, only to have the Taliban destroy it as soon as they could. All the villages stand on the east slopes, the west slopes being far steeper and more rugged. Villages in the southern half of the valley are not actively hostile, but they wish the Americans would stay away and not draw trouble. Years of conflict have created a transient population as families migrate seasonally, farming in the valley floor in the spring and fall, and herding in the hills during summer's fierce fighting. Nevertheless, village elders invite U.S. soldiers to tribal council meetings in their adobe houses and compounds. Children follow U.S. soldiers around, happily asking for treats. <laughs> North of Kala, cooperation falls off sharply. The larger villages on the northern heights hold most of the valley's population of 10,000 to 20,000. Taos Kala, Tsangar, Katar Darya, Sera Gambir, and Zariwuz. They have long supported training camps for Afghan and Pakistani insurgents, lying along a rat line of camps and villages, where insurgents moved between the two nations. The high northern villages were the focus of the summer's fighting.
0: So the borderland between Kunar and Nuristan provinces includes fertile river valleys, scabrous scrubland, and the Himalayan heights of the Hindu Kush Mountains. Parts of it are modestly clement and parts are awesomely beautiful, but very few parts are both. Paved roads and dirt tracks go between towns and villages. The dominant colors are tan and a weedy green, shading to white when snow flies in the autumn. The snowfalls have been intermittent and light, but every week it seems a bit colder and a bit darker. The snow stays longer and deeper, sucking up the dust of the roads to form a silty layer of slush everywhere there's a patch of shadow. The valleys and plains are interrupted with broad, stumpy trees, but as the terrain rises, they are replaced by soaring evergreens. The adobe buildings are generally square and the same dust-tan hue as the naked ground. On this early October morning, the nine soldiers of the 1st Rifle Platoon 1st Squad are called to a meeting by their platoon leader, Lieutenant Nagel, at 0800 hours. Uh, When you come to this meeting, he does not look or sound particularly happy. Uh, Next to him stands a civilian in brand-new blue jeans and broken-in Doc Martin boots, tanned and fine-featured, and looks like she's finding it hard to breathe in her flak jacket. This is Tabitha's character, uh, Samantha Sutterberg. All right, soldiers, this is Samantha Sutterberg from the State Department. Uh, Kryptowicz, you're taking the two fire teams of Squad One and the platoon medic to escort her and the translator to Gath Valley. Sutterberg and Kryptowicz will negotiate with the local tribe, the Gaths. State Department is providing gifts for to hand them. Cryptowix, uh, you're to make sure the soldiers come home with a concrete agreement for cooperation against the Taliban, including setting up an outpost in Gath Valley. I assume you've heard of the gaffs. It's only four kilometers from the base. Oh, yeah. I, I know the gaffs. Yeah? What do you
3: know? Good, Make a eight people. times five roll.
2: I don't fucking know, bro.
3: <laughs> I don't know what I know.
2: Sir, what is a roll?
3: Yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> that's not how I roll, if that's wow. what you mean. Alright. Uh, I failed that with a 66. Well, that's a doubles,
0: too, so I, so. I
3: really don't know anything.
0: Yeah, so the uh, the, gaffs, the gaffs are news to you. Okay. Nude? News.
1: <laughs> They're not wearing any clothes? They're all
0: makeup. No. Cryptowix, this is
3: the first time you've heard of As far gaffs. as I know. Yeah, as far as I know, they're a nudist cult, so. Yes, sir, I, uh, yep, the Gath Valley, I see that
0: on the map there, that, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. All right, um. Tell you what? What about, uh, what about you, uh, Chuckles, do you want to
2: see what you can figure out? Did, um, the boss just call me Chuckles?
0: I'm not the boss. Do you hear (laughs) my heavy southern accent when I ask you that? No, you don't.
2: All right, so I'm going to use my melee weapon skill. No, it's got to be an N times 5 roll.
0: No, oh, Jeremy, you, you're you railroading. He
2: wants to use weapon
3: skills. <laughs> you let
2: him. I'm going to use stealth to see what information can speak into my brain based on contact clues. <laughs> uh,
0: just doing an N times 5. Yeah! Uh, nah. I learned a lot. No, that's well, not I'm, right. I'm at pretty sure. Role, I'm Jeremy. pretty sure a 19 would have succeeded your N times 5 as well. So, Chuckles, when you tried to get a translator to ask locals where you could get laid, they took great offense and said something about gaffs with the context of sexual deviance. Uh, even better, the gaffs are supposed to grow really good opium.
2: Oh, man, we got a visit.
0: Alright, so if you'll turn your attention to the screen here, and uh, Lieutenant Nagel pulls up the Watapur Valley map. As you can see... Uh, The Gath Valley rises steeply from the Waterpur Valley floor. It is river-carved and riddled with caves. The mountainsides rise up sharply on either side, providing excellent cover against artillery and gunships. Uh,
2: You said what?
1: Did you say gunships?
0: I did hear gunships. I did say the word gunships. The uh, All I
2: heard was it was riddled with AIDS. And what the fuck? Caves. caves. caves.
0: caves. You know, like the things caves. that bats live in. Uh, Is Batman up there? <laughs> Maybe. Wait, that's, that's why you gotta go find out. There was a shallow waterfall Sexy between Batman. the valley and the plains beyond when the Gaths first arrived, but they dammed the water to create a lake. Entering the valley means going over the dam, and he pulls up some uh, reconnaissance photos of the dam that is uh, uh, creating the lake in the Gath Valley, and it looks very, very fragile. So any would-be invaders' options are to come through this tight stone choke point, rappel down over sheer cliffs, or apply air power. Uh, But unpredictable mountain winds make air power unreliable. Could the valley be taken? Sure. If you positioned artillery perfectly and shelled it savagely to drive the inhabitants into those deep caves, then sent troops into those caves to dig them out, so far, no one's wanted to bother. Uh,
1: some reason. All right.
0: And, and we don't want to bother either, right, sir? Well, we're... We're on a peaceable mission here, right? Exactly. So, uh, Samantha, if you'll take over this presentation, she has a presentation to give and can answer other questions about the mission.
1: Apparently this is true. And
0: Tabitha, I'm putting a handout in your journal. Yes, miss, you can go ahead.
1: Uh, just just a minute, I'm um I'm getting out my notes. Um just I have them in a pocket here. Um mm, bear with me. Um mm. Okay. the...
3: Yeah, yeah. Take your time, ma'am. Oh,
1: don't call me ma'am. Um
3: <laughs> Well, you are older than me, so I mean, oh, that's how I was taught. All right, I, okay. I don't mean no please, offense please by Please stop it.
1: talking. Okay. The gaps <laughs> seem to be their own distinct ethnic group. There is a long history of conflict between the Gaths, other local tribes, and the Pakistanis, and the Russians when they were here, but no one has ever succeeded in taking Gath Valley. The State Department wants to gather up the marginalized elements of Afghan society. If we can show that the coalition is open even to the Gaths, that may make it easier for other independent tribes to get along. Finally, if the US can base forces in Gath Valley, it can be a strong point that will allow better control over Wababur Valley. Gath Valley is clearly a defensible position. The Gaths have held it for centuries against all comers. Your battles with the Taliban? Over the summer have left them disorganized. This is our chance to make good on that fight. Are there any questions? Uh,
3: men, you, you can speak up if you uh if you have anything to say.
1: Did you not hear any of that? Uh,
3: I was just saying, uh, I was telling my men they could speak up if, uh, you know, they had anything. Well, I got a question for you. Uh, well, what should I call you if I cannot call you ma'am? Um,
1: Samantha works, or...
3: Mantha? Uh, I can call you Mantha? No
1: no you cannot all right manny
3: oh samantha i i see your your name i can call you all right
2: the name
1: Uh, i'll be calling
3: you tonight samantha do do we expect these people to be armed
1: are they armed uh reports say that the gaffs are in fact well armed with old russian weapons and perhaps even artillery
3: i see okay uh man do you, you have any comments you can speak up uh, I look over at Chuckles and I say hey, who's got a weird smirk on his face from earlier. <laughs> I say Chuckles, you have something to say?
2: No comments, sir. Okay.
3: All right. I I I I okay. All right. Uh well I let's see. Um Samantha, have you have you been to Gath Valley before?
1: Um No. Okay. I have not. And how long
3: will it take us to get up there?
1: Uh, That really depends on a lot of factors. I'm going to defer to someone who would know better than me.
3: Is this a a 1MRE drive or a 2MRE drive is really what I'm
0: sort of getting at. (laughs) You're going to want to pack gear for five days and be ready to roll in 60 minutes, Nagel tells you guys. You're going to take three MATVs to Gath Valley, it's a short drive, so with any luck, you can get in, make a deal, and come home before the Taliban set up an ambush.
1: That would be preferable.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: I think my men are the best. Well, I mean, they're good.
1: Jeez, that was a I, swift move. Well, I've been back. kicking high, the shit out of them for a while, praise. so we're so <laughs> I you know I should
3: know. They got uh, they definitely. got junk in their trunk, especially that one over there. I point at Hoagie. We're gonna burn it off.
2: You hear that, uh, Hoagie? He's looking at your truck. <laughs> well Sarge just catching a look oh, what,
3: what Jeremy you got anything to add Ho- Some hoagie banter hoagie just You might want to hold your arms. legs
0: tight tonight That's what I thought That's Whatever what you I say I thought, Sarge boy. So Lieutenant Nagel tells y'all to fall in Brings this meeting to a close And sends y'all on your way to get packing up Okay. Do we need to roll anything for that? No. no. So if no, you, I never
3: trust you. Let's see here.
0: So just um, to make sure that you take a look at your character sheet. Just take a look at what gear your character has. In the handouts, there's a handout called Standard Loads. Mm-hmm. Each soldier has the combat load and marching load. So Tobias, why don't you read that handout t- out to us so everyone knows what y'all have?
2: Standard loads. Nice. <laughs> the combat load is each soldier is outfitted with the following combat load, an M9 pistol with an M9 bayonet, advanced combat helmet, whatever that means, with AN slash PBS 14 night vision monocle. We have monocles? Steampunk shit? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: What? No, not really.
2: Well, mine is a steampunk monocle, so... Okay.
1: <laughs> it's just a night vision monocle so that you don't ruin your... You can your-
2: see my character has a handlebar mustache <laughs> on the roll 20. <laughs> fuck you, it's a steampunk. <laughs> it's so
1: that on you don't... Of
2: my, okay. On top of my, my steampunk monocle, I have tactical <laughs> body armor, six armor, an individual first aid kit, plus 20% to a single first aid test, a team radio a long-range encrypted radio, a GPS receiver, and a personal locator beacon. The marching load includes a rucksack containing water, rations, and a sleeping bag.
0: There you go. You're all well-trained soldiers. You know how to get prepared on short notice. You're very easily able to uh, get ready to roll within the six, uh, the sixty minutes that you're given. Uh, you start packing stuff up into the three MATVs that you have here. If you look at the handout entitled The Beast, Shitty, and Halle Berry, that details the loadout on the three M- uh, MATVs, lovingly named The Beast, Shitty, and Halle Berry. However, by the time an hour has rolled by, It would seem that the local translator has not yet shown up, Uh, so everything is put on hold. As you are waiting, time is stretching towards and then past. Does anyone have anything they want to do while you are waiting for the translator?
1: I'm gonna ask what the fuck I'm doing here, if I'm not the translator?
0: No, you're not the translator.
1: Why am I- what is my purpose? I mean, I assume to get killed,
0: So you're there as the diplomat. Okay. It's your job to try to come to terms with the Gath. Forge some sort of alliance, preferably in such a manner that they will allow the Americans to operate within the Gath Valley. Okay. That way they can help defend it. The Gaths, as you know from that handout I gave you, aren't on the best of terms with their neighbors. So they are probably going to be amenable to some sort of alliance to help establish their own dominance. Gotcha. So you better have good like
3: politics skills or whatever. I mean I got lockpicks for some reason.
1: <laughs>
0: A bunch of them. Carrying all of that, uh Tobias, does Chuckles wanna do anything while you're waiting for the translator to show up?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna hit on Samantha.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see that. Ew. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna role play hitting on your wife, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married to Samantha. Like I'll make her.
1: Jeremy, you're gonna have to pack that <laughs> cake uh, back in. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, t-
0: I see chuckles, <laughs> rock, rock hard. I
3: see chuckles sidling up to Samantha, and I say, "Hey, I think Harry Bal- ba- Halle Berry needs some work. Don't you think?" Yes, she does. Ew.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I know you can handle her, so why don't you go handle that elsewhere?
2: <sighs> and
1: wash I your sir, hands. The yes, officer
0: just told you to jerk off somewhere, man. In the exhaust pipe. <laughs>
3: As you're walking away, I'd say, just, just be glad I'm not having you fix the crows on shitty.
2: <laughs> Alright, so, you're uh, cri- then ice, buddy. Can you he still hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> I'm gonna roll uh, heavy weapons to see how much I come. Wow, <laughs> not great actually. No, you. <laughs> it you get distracted. Oh. strength. Oh, wait, I got, no, got that's killed. not a
0: crit. That's a fumble. Yeah, fumble.
2: That's what I meant. Oh, no.
1: yeah,
0: I just can't friend. get it up. Uh, let's just yourself. say that
2: sand. Let's
0: just say that sand
2: gets in there. Ew. Yeah. Let's just say the exhaust. It was the car. They had to move the car, so the exhaust was... pipe is still really hot. Okay, we're <laughs> end scene. End okay. Scene. <laughs> I'm playing um, the the gross, (laughs) ominous dude, so...
0: Yep. Uh, So (laughs) Cryptowix, is there anything that uh, you want to do while you're waiting? Well, I go by Cryptid now, just because that's easier. I don't
3: know. No, I mean, it's pretty... It seems all pretty clear. The only thing I could think of that I might want to do would be to try and figure out where the Taliban might try and ambush us on the way up there or back.
0: Uh, So you know from your operations here that the Taliban doesn't tend to ambush people on their way from the base. They tend to set ambushes up on the return trip. Like whenever you sally out of the base, if you go one way, more than likely there's only one road that's going to be leading back to the base. So that's when you should be the most concerned for an ambush. Right. Uh, and that's why it's very important to whenever you are going to be leaving on a mission to keep it real quiet up until you leave, you go there, you get it done, and you come back as quickly as you can to help ma- uh, minimize everything. This whole thing where you're just packed up, ready to go, and waiting is probably really working at your nerves. All right. So I'm, I'm nervous, I guess. I'm
3: not yeah. going to do anything. Though. I mean, I... My orders were to wait until for this person to show up. Maybe I'd, uh, you know, after I, we'd met, waited a minute, I'd, I'd find, try and go find him. The find translator. Oh, I'd the translate. translator is not at the base. Y'all are waiting Yasser. for him to arrive. Yeah, Yasser Marwat, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to try and figure out what the deal is. I'm
1: going to text him. Yasser see where
3: he is you put a couple of pooch
0: and poop emojis in there for me too you say i'm real pooped at him uh you
3: get a return
1: that. text
0: that just it just says on the way and has like 15 thumbs ups before and after
1: that <laughs> on the way okay all right he's he's headed this way so
3: yeah well what, what does that mean we know time's relative to these people
1: these people all right taking notes
3: I, I, that ain't meant to be no racist comment. I'm just saying, you know, if you tell somebody I'm be right over when they're in Texas, that's different than when they're in, you're in I don't know, some big city like New York. Mm-hmm. Like right over in Texas means like four hours, you know, within four hours. Uh-huh. And people here, you know, when they say, you know, they're on they're right there. I mean, it's all because the roads are different and whatnot. Right over could mean an hour. If we're going to be waiting for an hour, I, I got, you know, that's different than we're waiting five minutes. In uh, Afghanistan, that means when the camel warms up. What was that? What was that, Chuckles?
2: In Afghanistan, it it depends on how long it takes to get the camel warmed up.
3: Well, you know, I don't think there are camels very often in Afghanistan. Um, We are in the mountains, not in the desert.
0: (laughs) It kind of bleeds together.
2: I mean, they look like camels anyway, so you can't really tell. Wow.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, you are in character, right? You know? (laughs) Just confirming. (laughs) Yes, oh, there's a reason is I invited Tobias
2: on this particular mission. Wow! So one of my one of my motivations is half funny, ha ha, half funny. What an asshole! <laughs> so, my other one of my others is cruelty and sexual adventurism. So yes, I'm playing the edge lord jerk. Yeah, and I'm trying We're to. It's going these, to be killing people.
3: Quote young punks in line when I am 34, yeah. <laughs> but I suppose everybody else is much younger than me.
1: So I mean, for some it's... reason, uh, demographics and military groups tend to skew pretty young until they hit dust jobs, just because the turnover is mm. pretty high for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Turned okay. Uh, so what about you, Samantha? Is there anything that you want to do? Did I already ask you?
1: Um, I, think I, I said that yet. I was texting Yasir but I'm going to open up my messenger bag and pull out an improbably large anthropology book and start reading
3: all right I pull up an episode of Game of Thrones this new show that everybody's talking about on my phone <laughs> <laughs> this ned Stark, hey, You got this, Wi-fi out here I mean this Boromir dude he's he's the he's it you know that's the reason I watch this show
1: Boromir? Yeah, you know, Ned
3: Stark. You know, he's he's but he ain't betraying nobody in this one. It's it's real weird. That's a weird thing for him not to betray anybody.
1: I mean hold up, does. you got Wi Fi
2: out here?
3: No, no, man. I downloaded this. My wife, she loaded this all up with stuff. You know, Oh, she, your wife, huh? Well yeah. You, you got, got a problem any problem uh, with that? You got any pictures on there? <laughs> I am <You> got any <laughs> boy, you are you were on such I mean, we're all friends view. here. We're not even on here. ice anymore. Yeah We're well, all friends here. We're not I am not your friend. buds. I am in charge of hey, getting your I, life I'll share. Better. I
2: got I'll share. I got to pull my phone up. Going <laughs> you wanna you wanna share? I'll send you some.
3: I will send you to the brig. I am not even joking. <laughs> I will strap you to the roof of Halle Berry and that's where Sorry. you're gonna have to oh. live.
2: Sorry, I'm just playing around.
3: Yeah, well you better go on a mission. I, under- well, I no understand. I know what's going to happen out there. The desire to play around, but I am your superior officer. I hold your life in my hands and I value that life
0: currently. He can't but jerk I off value to your me. wife anyway cuz he burned his dick on a cartel pipe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I almost That did. scene
0: is over, Jeremy. That's
3: it's gone. I was about to say something very profound too, but <laughs> whatever
2: so at an an about i mean if it's all burned up i need someone to like rub some lotion on it some aloe and that aloe vera yep hoagie get over here
0: <laughs> at about 1300 hours five hours late uh yasir marwat drives up in an old pickup truck he's in his early 30s dressed traditionally Except for a pair of, a ratty pair of Nike Air Jordans. As he jumps out of the car, he smiles and says, Ah, alright, we're ready to go! Alright, Yasser, what you, uh, where you been? Oh, well, I was, uh, I was bringing the supplies. And inside the truck, there is a handful of crates with medical supplies and... Far more prominently, an even half-dozen Chinese-made Type 69 RPGs, functionally identical to the RPG-7s popular among the Taliban, stacked in padded crates of their own. So, Tabitha, Mm -hmm. you know that Marwat was given antibiotics, vitamins, food supplies, and blankets to bring for the gaffes, and no weapons. This is not supposed yeah. to be a mission to arm the GAFs.
1: Y- you are what? You are, shit, uh, what's his yes, name? Chief? Yes, chief? Yasir? Yes. What the fuck is that?
0: Oh, well, I, I I exchanged the pointless stuff with things that the gaffs pointless? would like.
1: Pointless? Pointless things like vaccines for their children. Pointless things like vitamins to address their nutritional defici- deficiencies, which they need for healthy life. Pointless? The
0: gaffs, the gaffs don't, the gaffs don't want that. They need, they want these. And besides, this is an excellent deal. Have you a gaff
1: person ever in your life?
0: Yes, that's that's why you wanted me to come
1: on these this mission. I, I, I
0: speak gaff.
1: These are not authorized.
0: Well.
3: Samantha, can I let me talk to Yasser here? Y- Yasser, you are not authorized. See, that's how you do it. That's how you gotta say it. You know, like a like me. Um, oh, I'm gonna wind so, up
1: slapping one of you. <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: I, I don't mean to be offensive, but I just don't. I I'm so, I I just can't. I'm I'm gonna talk to Yasser here for a minute. I'm. You just stand over there if you wouldn't um yasser uh let let me show you something and i grab him by the scruff of the neck and i call over to uh hoagie i say hoagie yes boss yeah put this guy in the brig
1: i don't think it's a brig
3: okay so uh, detention center or something we're we're gonna let him cool off figure out what we're gonna do with this stuff and we'll, we'll i don't know we'll we'll head out tomorrow or something
0: uh so yeah hoagie takes uh takes Yasser uh as uh Hogi pulls Yasser away towards the holding center. Uh Yasser is just kind of like yelling out but it was a good deal.
3: Actually I didn't I actually I don't want to send him to like the holding center. Just send him like a meeting room or something is what I meant. I what meant it to say. He's not a prisoner. We're just well, maybe that's getting what getting you should have told Hoagie. Not... Yeah, well, Hoagie, Hoagie. <laughs> Don't put put him in conference room four. We'd
1: be putting him in the stockade.
3: And put put, keep an eye on him. Okay, yeah. But keep an eye off the donuts. Hoagie goes to sit on him. I I apologize to our audience. Our characters are written to be jerks. This is not Jonathan (laughs) being a fat shamer here. This is this is this character, and this is also Hoagie. Hoagie isn't
0: crazy different. Hoagie isn't fat. Hoagie is built like a brick shit house. Everyone just calls him fat but well, he it is should pure say that muscle. in his description, than Jeremy. It does say that in his description, but you didn't read his, his description. description. It says, it quote, huge. And, you and
1: it says that people talk that. about
0: him as wow. if he we were all, yeah. Wow.
3: So, what so, about you? Let's, <laughs>
0: let's click on where it says hoagie. Hmm. The others yeah, tease you about being fat. You're not, Google. but that's the price you pay for being <laughs> bigger than any of them. Right there on the front well, page. Well, but that,
3: yeah, but that is his opinion about himself. Then when you go to the actual character description, it says huge. I mean, okay. what am I supposed to take with that?
1: Uh, maybe that he's built like a brick. The big house. dude.
0: So the Eiffel the
1: Tower dude. is huge. Baby. Would you
0: call the Eiffel Tower fat?
2: Yeah. Phag. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you. I don't know what you want me to to to, to, to th- take away, brother. But <laughs> maybe you need to break out of your plebeian
2: preconceptions. <laughs> Meanwhile, while you're discussing the um, you know, implications of calling somebody fat, I'm going to take a look at the stuff that he's brought, the weaponry. What's good?
0: There are some very useful RPGs in
2: there. Knowing like how Dungeons and much... Dragons and Delta Green and also Dungeon World. Rocket-propelled grenades. Rocket-propelled games.
0: Knowing what you know about weaponry, because you have a very high heavy weapons skill, right? Yep. Yeah, the- these things are worth quite a pretty penny and you don't know how much of the food and antibiotics that Yasir was loaded up with when he left the other base to bring all that stuff here, but he probably did actually get a very good deal on these things. That these are
2: like really um, rocket not launchers, point. nothing I can really take and conceal on my person. <laughs>
0: Correct. This is a rocket, yeah, the- these are single-use rocket launchers.
2: And Kryptovich, uh, you're 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 still around, right? You just told a hoagie to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm still here.
2: Sarge, you know, uh, we could we could get a kick out of this. Like we could use these to uh, take out a couple couple dirt camps later. In the uh,
3: I do not doubt that, but that they are not going to be helpful for us on our current mission, uh, from what I understand. Unless you know something about the goths that, that you know, we don't.
2: I don't know if we should be giving these to, uh, these goths. Gaffs. Yeah. Gaffs. 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 Gaffs.
3: Is that what, that's it, Samantha? Gaffs. Gaffs. Yeah, Gaff. Like that stuff Are in goths Nickelodeon? Gaff? Gaff? Not gack
1: Not with a K. No, it's Gaff. them, it's them <laughs> kids it's that gap. hang
3: out at the mall wearing the black no. and the, the eyeliner no. and shit. Oh, the gap? It's gap. No. The gap. Was the that gap. the one? Them all, yeah. I'm just afraid that my kids, that they're gonna end up going to the Gap someday. You know, you're with all them posters that? And, and lights. That's what? hot That's... topic you're thinking of. Well, what a, what what's the place with the with all the lights and, and the brick and stuff? Spencer's. What? That one. I, I I just can't abide by my my America ain't Spencer's. Spencer's. No. Spencer's.
2: You could blow up a Spencer's with one of these.
3: Yeah, but that we gotta have. We'd have to get back to Wyoming or wherever you're from to do that. What
2: the fuck, where the fuck am I from?
3: I don't think
0: we know where we're from. Y'all are all based out of Hawaii.
2: Yeah, but we're not from Hawaii, the, Nebraska. Okay. You're okay. You're from. Yeah. Well.
1: Oh, you need to adjust is that your where the ball of America
2: is. Oh, what does Nebraska sound like? To that was, uh, you know. <laughs>
1: It's um, more of
3: a I, I've been to Nebraska. It is much more yeah. Midwestern.
1: It's kind of like a mix between uh, Minnesota and, like, West Coast. Like, take a Minnesota accent and flatten it just a little bit. Add a front diphthong. Uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota. Oh, Christ. Never mind. <laughs> well, I'm going
3: gonna, I'm gonna to keep with my Texas SK <laughs> kind of accent for now. Yeah. So we'll just hope hope beyond hope. Alright, so I'm going to I'm going to turn to Samantha. So you worked with this this person before, right?
1: Yes. Apparently. Would
3: you have ex- is this common for him to just sort of
0: make up decisions yeah. that do not pertain to him? So what you know S- Sutherberg, about Yasir Marwai is that like you've worked with him before, he's very bright, he's very enthusiastic and he's very ambitious. Uh, You don't feel like there is any sort of ill will that he was trying to undermine anything here. You feel like he generally thinks that the Gaffs would appreciate these things more than the stuff that he got.
1: I, I feel like he was genuinely trying to help but may have been not actually helpful in this particular instance.
0: Well,
3: okay. So this guy is the only one that we know of that has hands-on experience with the gas. Right. Am I right in understanding that, Samantha? Yes. And he says they want weapons and i am not going to give them weapons
1: well no and now
3: i don't have anything but weapons to give them that is the that is the situation as i see it
0: so that you mean, do you- still have some supplies to take with you uh, he did bring some regular medical supplies and he has some other stuff. He was just bringing some extra things as well to take up there.
1: Don't you have a fully stocked medical tent, though?
0: Yeah.
3: So
1: put I, in a requisor- requisition heck, order now and take what you've right. got with you.
3: Yeah, oh, I get it. I get that. Chuckles. Chuckles, come over here. Yes, sir. Now, you were wanting to requisition some things earlier, right? Why don't you requisition me some healthcare care kits from the medical tent over there while I get some paperwork going? Yes, sir. All right, all right So then i i try and get whatever i can i guess will
0: don't you make a And, and, and of- unload
3: these rpgs i don't yeah. know put them put them in the in the uh bat- what do they call it battery uh what is it armory the, um, armory armory that's not the word i'm thinking of but um the locker yeah no your bunk <laughs> no
0: my ass are
1: you talking about uh, the one you want me to roll bar? something
0: jeremy You want me to roll something? Yeah, roll a bureaucracy check to see if... Actually, you sent Chuckles. Chuckles should be the one... No, but I'm filing the paperwork, right? I guess so. But I failed this role horribly. So So you will be able to do this, but it's probably going to be about 5 p.m. before you're able to get the paperwork through.
3: Yeah, I I've, I've resigned to not leaving yeah. until tomorrow.
0: Okay. So so all right, so it is 5 p.m. you're able to load the MA TVs up. But you decide not to set out till tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything that they want to do in this evening, afternoon, night period uh, while you're just sitting on your hands waiting? I want to finish my episode of Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> okay. Arsenal. Do I need
0: a roll for that? Uh, no. Technology, maybe? No. Nope. Maybe the episode breaks on me? Nope. Nope. No.
3: Nope. All right.
0: What about you, Sutherberg? You're gonna have to shack I, up here, but there's a uh, there's a bunk that you can stay in. All
1: right, uh, I'm going to continue brushing up on everything I can learn about this area and about the gap in particular, um, and probably eat something and just kind of try to relax. What? I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I, I actually, well, I, I would
3: I would want to have a conversation with um and probably Samantha would want to be there too with uh what's his name um the, Mar, yeah Mar Yasser Marwa. About the Goths, Gaths, yes. Okay. The Spencer's um, gifts people. <laughs> people. The Goths. So okay, if you want, we could have that conversation
0: today or tomorrow. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, we might as well go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. So yeah, you come into conference room four. Hoagie and Marwat are both there. They're playing uh, Texas Hold'em. Yeah. All right, Eddie's Eddie's
3: uh, soldiers. Uh, we we just. Uh, well, and Yasser, you soldier and Yasir. Yasser here. Uh, all right, Yasir. here. Here's the deal. Uh, we're we're planning on leaving at oh uh, eight hundred tomorrow, um, and of course you're you're gonna be coming along with us. No. No hard feelings about earlier. We are going to try and, you know, get our regular humanitarian supplies back on the on the truck here. I mean, but we would love to know a little bit more about these gas and why, uh, you know, and thank you. You know, it was a great deal. I'm sure you ran a hard bargain with these guys. We just as as the U.S. government representatives, we we were not in the position to want to arm people that we don't know very well.
1: What you mean, like we uh. don't do that all of the time? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, well, Samantha, I, I, that is not for me to say. That is not for you to say. Honestly, not not in front of a non-American, but
1: he follows me on Twitter. He knows.
3: So, so Yasir, can you tell
0: us a little bit about the Gaths and uh, and whatnot,
3: huh? especially well,
1: the whatnot?
0: Uh, so the uh, the Gaths, uh, I, w- I work with them before, before you Americans invaded, uh, I was working with them in the uh, opium trade. And since then, I've given up heroin, the heroin trade because most of that network is gone. And uh, But I've, I've joined with, with uh, the U.S. State Department as a translator. Um, I, I was actually the one whose idea was to uh, to have the GAFs as a tribal ally for the U.S. efforts to secure the border. Um, a, as you know, the GAFs are most despised and ignored by the other Afghans. Mm -hmm. Um, Elderly Pashtos and uh, Tajiks have long memories of Gath raiding parties that uh, used to seize young people from nearby communities, uh, typically women. Uh, Gath bride theft has been less of a problem recently, uh, but uh, there are, of course, still rumors of the evils of the Gath Valley still. I know that the Taliban despised the Gaths. Um, everything that the guys have heard uh, on the radio indicates that uh, Americans are wealthy, powerful, ruthless, and willing to slaughter the Taliban. And uh, I've promised them weapons and implied that you're most interested in leaving them alone once the Taliban are gone. Uh, uh, that sounds good enough to them to at least listen.
1: So you okay. have you promised Please. them that we're bringing them weapons?
0: Well, I mean, if you're allies, then of course you would help them, and they would help you. If if yeah, you but become we, we allies,
3: also don't want to help them hurt other allies that we have. That well, is not a situation if, we want to be in. But but if you are allies, then you will work together.
1: Theoretically, things can get more complicated.
3: Okay, I mean, I don't uh, have anything else, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, Samantha, you have anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, so, Tabitha, I think you said that you were going to spend the evening trying to learn more about the Gaffs in Gath Valley. Uh yep. So, you could make an anthropology or history test.
1: Oh, jeez. What the fuck?
0: Okay. So, Samantha, with a failure, you find a Wikipedia article. Oh,
1: that's great.
0: Uh, do you want to read that out for everyone?
1: All right. Gaff Valley is a mountain valley in Afghanistan in the Watapur district of Kunar province. Its remote location has prevented industrial and commercial development for centuries. A long-suspected haven of opium growth in tradition has been difficult to the insular behavior of its inhabitants, the Gaffs. Though part of Afghanistan, it has resisted participation in even common defense or census activities. While genetic testing has been unavailable to confirm this story, the Gaths themselves claim that they come from a land far to the east. Ethn- ethnographically, the Gaths appear to have much in common with their Pashto and Hajik neighbors, but share more character- characteristics with the Shan and Bamar people of Gorma, Myanmar, and Thailand, supporting their claim of an ancient diaspora. However, mentions of infidels of, abo- of abominable habits, called the Gathi, occur as early as 720 AD. While technically a part of Nuristan, the Gath Valley has lacked formal government representation, regulation, or oversight since at least the fall of the Najbullah government in 1992. While the Gaths appear to have grudgingly accepted the Marxist Revolution of 1979, there is little record of them taking part in it beyond paying taxes and, when land reform was proposed, switching sides and vigorously resisting it, even to the point of being accused of aiding Pakistan's inter-services intelligence and the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency. In which case, wouldn't we already have some people in there, like, working? Anyways. The accusations of complicity with the enemy were used to justify harsh Taliban suppression of the Gaths after 1994. The ethnic homogeneity of Gath Valley's inhabitants is quite high, but unsurprising given their geographical isolation and their relative poverty, citation needed. Intermarriage with neighbors is not unheard of, although it is rare. Although it is a rare gaff who leaves his people, and those who do are generally afforded very low social status among the local Pashtos and Tajiks, accusations of marital abductions seem too common to discount out of hand, but there are few official complaints in the sketchy regional records. The Gath dialect gives every indication of being a language isolate, sharing no common antecedents among the Persian or Iranian tongues of the region. While extremely reticent to share their religious ceremonies and principles with outsiders, the central religious figures of the Gath seem to be called, I'm gonna call this Teuthan. In exchange for leading lives of a ascetic, ascetic self-denial, the Teuthan provide defense against illness and Enemies. Several sources indicate that Gath society is matriarchal. Honored ancestors are, in some instances, believed to return from death as Teodhan, given guidance giving guidance to their descendants along with stern instruction about right action and religious ritual. Gath Valley is extremely remote and inaccessible, perhaps explaining their ability to resist Taliban assault. A minor tributary to the Kunar River emerges from a dam at the valley's base. When traveling to Gath Valley, horse and mule are still the most common forms of transport.
0: Chuckles. Is there anything that you wanted to do tonight?
2: I mean, ideally, I would hit on Samantha and try to bed her, but <laughs> I don't know if I want to roleplay that for yes. a podcast. <laughs> um, no, I'm no. already skirting. I'm already skirting uh, appropriateness, but it's probably going to be a couple more racist jokes, and I don't know how much I really want to go down that path. Now that. Okay. You know, <laughs> now that thinking about it, I just uh, I'm usually saying it doing something inappropriate. My character would be that's just kind of how he's written. So, so yeah, I probably would try to hit on uh, Samantha and probably be rebuffed.
1: Pretty pretty firmly. Well,
2: you don't know that. You don't no. know how long has uh, how long has how long has it been since Samantha got laid.
1: <laughs> Samantha <laughs> is not struggling in that regard.
2: I mean you're probably surrounded by dudes, so you have your pick of the litter. Um at any point.
1: First of all gross (laughs) and second of all, unnecessary.
2: I mean you may not even be into dudes, that's cool. (laughs) She is also twice your age, you know. She's also married. She is?
1: And like look,
2: man, look, we are in a camp. This is a sausage festival here. (laughs) And Hoagie, he keeps warm, but No, man, I haven't quite hit that area. I haven't quite hit that level of desperation yet. He's a little soft, but, you know, not not yet. Not yet. So, this is the first woman I've seen in probably a couple months.
0: Well, that's not true, because uh, the forward operating base that you're in has... A pretty constant stream of locals who come in to cook, clean, and do menial tasks. There are villages nearby that are relatively safe that, you're, that you've that you been to before. So I would not be surprised if uh,
2: Chuckles... So this is the first white woman I'm seeing in quite some time. And
1: he is Pro- established as a racist piece of shit, so... Probably, yes.
2: I mean, I definitely have, have scored quite a lot, but this is the first white woman I've seen you, in a while. You say so. so yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Samantha rebuffs him very firmly and reminds him that, you know, uh, I'm as flattered as I possibly can be with an advance from somebody like you, but I brought plenty of batteries, so no thank you.
2: I mean, nobody has to know Samantha. <laughs> Nobody's
1: gotta know. I um, do know. Just say it. a little secret. I would
3: know. Okay. Bye. Good night. Uh, All right. Okay. I think we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> helicopter
0: cut to uh, uh or uh, propeller cut, cut rather to the next morning. Hey everyone! Thanks for joining us here at KSL appreciate you tuning in and listening to us again. It's good to be back after a long hiatus. Uh, We just had to take some time off to kind of de-stress after Delta Green, play some board games and stuff like that. You know, just gotta take care of yourself while we're in this difficult time that we're all going through right now. But we are starting up a new game and wanting to get through all this backlog of old episodes. That we've been putting off editing. So, getting that out there now. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, don't hesitate to check out some of our other stuff. John's got his website, jonathancush.com. He's got some of his essays and movie reviews up there. Tabitha's got her store, Quiet Nuva Studios, on Etsy. And I've got my novella, The Calling, up on Amazon. You can find links to all of that in the episode description. also want to give a special shout-out to Art Dream for making Delta Green. It's one of my favorite games. I have a really good time running it and playing it. Uh, and then also want to give out a shout-out to Ketsa for our intro song, Mission Ready. Don't forget that you can reach us at membersofkcell at gmail.com. Or at members of KSOL on Twitter. Uh, always love to hear from people. If you have any questions or comments, be happy to read them out in this section. Well, I'm gonna let you get back to the episode. We'll be seeing you. Uh, so the weather is starting to turn. Uh, High winds in the upper atmosphere are blowing clouds and light snowfall down from the higher mountains. I'm going to try and burst the clouds with my brain powers. Okay, with your little uh, do-it-yourself ESP headband that you picked up? That's right. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Is that going to be psychotherapy, you think? No, it's just going to be a failure. (laughs) So light snowfall is coming down from the higher mountains. It's bad weather for drones, let alone medical dustoffs. The dirt road that you've been following comes to a riverbed with a narrow trickle running down its center amidst a thatch of wild grass. This is the discharge from the Gath Valley's dam, and following it upstream leads to their enclave. The Gath Dam is a monument to primitive tenacity, it's about five meters tall, composed of wood and stone and thickened mud. It has obviously been patched and redressed many, many, many times. A ramp leads up the left side to a trail that leads past the lake and into the valley. A large, crude blockhouse of cement and junk metal overlooks it with three, three guards uh, lounging around outside. A light pickup truck could go up the ramp without anything more ominous than snapping branches, cracks in the mortal, and a few stones falling. But it's obvious that even a single M.A.T.V. would cause the ramp to collapse and tear a hole in the side of the dam. Do it anyway. I'm gonna switch to the Gath Valley map. Oh, I'm actually going to change the color of the squares because it kind of bleeds in with the background color. Let's do kind of a darker gray. Okay. Is that easier to see, y'all? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, so every square represents 25 meters. And if you use the little ruler Jeremy? icon, it tells you that. You yes? are in
3: America? Okay. You're actually in have...
0: Afghanistan. But we are in America. If you, know... you look at the map... You're in Afghanistan, yeah. and everything is in meters. Deal with it. Audience, I, I know what a meter is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we speak American here.
0: Yeah, well, the uh, I'm pretty sure in the Army, speaking as a seasoned Army veteran,
1: uh, yes, you are. the
0: narrator at this point says he was not. That they do talk in meters and kilometers a lot because it's a a much more useful unit of measurement than feet and yards and miles. You can do math Um, with it a lot faster.
1: The military uses metric measurements extensively. Uh, mostly to ensure interoperability with Allied forces, particularly NATO standardization agreements. Uh, ground form- ground forces have measured distances in clicks or kilometers since 1918.
3: All right, well that that's when turns out that's when I started my <laughs> military career so. in 1918. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just messing. I mm-hmm. should have never. I'm sorry.
1: Has anybody succeeded a role yet?
0: Not
3: yet. No,
1: we are off Off to to a a great great start. start. Yay.
0: There are three guards sitting up there. As you drive up, they kind of stand. They all have AK-47s. They are not... Weapon of the Freedom Fighter. ...holding them in any sort of menacing fashion. They just kind of see you drive up, and they're standing and watching curiously. I'm going to look over at our translator and say, you know, do your magic. I'm going to have my gun out again not pointing at anybody but just at the ready in case okay uh so the three guards uh slowly come down the ramp and marwat uh meets them and starts chattering with them and then brings them to uh Sutherburg and cryptowix and says yes uh I- i've let them know that we are here to uh to come, uh, as I promised, to come and try to make uh, arrangements, and they're they're willing to let Miss Sutherberg and two other soldiers come into the village.
1: Uh, we have quite okay. a lot of gifts as well. Could we bring huh? one of the transports with us to carry those?
0: Ooh, ah, uh, that I don't think that the truck would make it up the ramp, Miss Sutherberg. Oh,
1: gotcha. I
0: I lean over and I hit the uh the hover jets. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um, are y'all like showing off the guests or okay? No, not yeah, yet. sure. I'm like Vanna white over here the three gath men start chattering between each other and one of them uh goes back and um, our white says they're they're going to see if they they have a uh, pickup truck a light truck that can come down and bring the Bring the gifts that uh, you wish to give them. So, right. just to be absolutely clear, where are the RPGs that Marwat brought? We left those they, back at the base. So they are all. So y'all didn't bring them, even to just arm yourselves with. They're at the base.
3: Well, we would have our own weapons to arm Correct. You do have actually, your own. That's
2: weapons. probably a good idea. We could. I mean, I would be totally down with bringing a couple, but that's up to the Sarge here. Yeah, I'm that, definitely going to recommend kind of, them. you that, ask me? Yes, I would have. But that's going to depend on how responsible you want to be.
3: I mean, I guess I'd be okay. I, mm, I,
2: Just in case. You never know what's going to happen out there. Uh, if we get ambushed. Sure. I'm going to sure say we're...
3: we've got one per vehicle, maybe. An RPG.
2: Okay, Alright, good I to don't,
3: know. Do, 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 the US, do US forces use RPGs very often?
0: I mean, it, it depends on what you need it for. I mean, honestly.
1: I'm sure they use them. whether
0: they use it depends on what they need it for that
3: is that's a weird like you you're able to have pretty much the like you're very well equipped i could file a work order to get a samurai sword in the U.S. It, military, you think that's fine? I I would not, not be. Surprised I could arm if all my soldiers with with uh, World War II era Garand rifles, and everyone would be okay with that. Well, I don't think that you those are ask. still in production. So.
0: Okay, so we've got one RPG per vehicle. Let's just.
2: I'm going to bring, uh, bring fake core.
0: There's a couple of things that are standing out about the gath guards that you've met so far. Like, they uh, all feature. have... no. Uh, <laughs> they all have a uh, sallow, heavily tanned skin and their features blend the prominent noses and striking gray eyes of their poshto neighbors with flatter faces, straighter hair, and epicanthic folds from origin elsewhere to the east they all show signs of rampant malnutrition their gums are pale their skin looks loose and wrinkled and their teeth are dull and mottled. and their fingernails show warps and fissures one of them is moving stiffly they dress in layers of robes all three of the men have a utilitarian bowl cut And their beards are trimmed to exactly fist length under their shins. Their chins, rather.
1: I was gonna say.
0: They are fastidiously clean, both their clothing and their person. Y'all are welcome to enter the valley at this point. They, They are going to send a light truck back to the M.A.T.Vs to unload and bring up the gifts that you're bringing. But only three of you of the nine soldiers that are here can come. Or ten, well, I guess there's ten of you, because there's Sutherberg. So Marwat, well, Sutherberg, and two soldiers. Okay.
1: Who's going? I'm just letting you
0: know all of the NPCs have to stay behind.
3: Okay. And do any of the human characters need to stay behind? Nope, none of the human characters need to stay behind. <laughs> Well, I've got an Id- I've got a, a proposition, guys. How about all of the people that are being played by real people get to go on to the next part of the game? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take a vote. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Let's take a vote.
2: I'll stay here. That's
1: yeah. Fine. Okay.
3: So, uh, so I would obviously go and I say, chuckles. You you come with. Yes, sir. Now, can he carry an RPG on his back with no one knowing?
1: No.
0: Uh no.
3: Also, Chuckles. he's you get that down your he, yeah, got, He's got, got a pretty rifle. heavy
0: load already because he has his rifle, but yeah, he, uh, light machine had, gun. Yeah, it's <laughs> a light machine gun. Oh, you're not the grenadier. You don't have the underslung grenade launcher launcher that's uh hoagie right right tobias I is gonna be switching character. oh yeah he's gonna switch over to hoagie rather than chuckles so it's gonna okay. be hoagie that is uh accompanying you guys All Right. so let's see
3: so so hoagie is the big strong dude who bad guy who's got a wife at home he's the not fat guy right because you guys thought it was crazy that i how i read that sentence Ridiculous.
1: It's not crazy. It just says something about your character.
0: My character as a person?
1: Read it <laughs> how you will
0: okay I'll take it as it is Okay, (laughs) as your characters climb up the ramp and enter Gath Valley a few people have heard the word from it and they uh, you get a little crowd that kind of accompanies you pretty much everywhere you're going one of the guards is accompanying you you hear a lot of questions in what uh, language you assume to be Gath every now and again uh, you'll hear someone chirp a question to you in Pashto which I think Samantha and Kryptowitz knows. Yeah, I know a little bit. I do. Yeah, I got a 40 on
3: Pashto. Um, I don't think Hoagie knows any.
0: The Gath Valley is surprisingly green, sheltered, and irrigated. The looming valley walls are mossy on the south and dusty gray to the north. Stubborn pines jut from cracks and ledges on either side. The air smells swamp and moisty between the bridge and the dam, uh, but, as, but it clears in the village to a refreshing mountain crispness with just a hint of dust. Uh, noises echo off the hard walls of buildings and the soaring enclosing mountains. Between sounds, the silence is hushed, as if the whole settlement is holding its breath, waiting. Uh, to the north of the river and directly west of the dam is a thin, irrigated strip of fields growing wheat and opium poppies. This extends to a footbridge over the uh, stream to the southern section and terminates in the main village. At the lake are a few homes where fishermen live, almost all of them older than the average guy. In the northern wall of the valley is a cave, and you are being led towards this cave.
2: Which uh, which cave is this?
0: That's going to be Cave 5. Hentai Cave, apparently. What? Let me let me uncover the it. Got
3: changed.
0: Y'all are going to K Five, the Redacted Cave, or the uh, Weighing Cave, is what it's called in here.
2: Hey, no more fatros, seriously. <laughs> it's
0: Hoagie. Hoagie, you're a trim
3: man. You're, you're you're buff as nails, and we're we're glad you're with us. <laughs> you got tease me, sir. I ain't teasing. I'm I'm here to to make uh, young punks straight and narrow, and that's what I'm doing.
1: Narrow, I'm really. Planing
0: you like a like a bent board, my son. Uh, So you're led to the Wayne Cave. This wide cave has been chiseled wider with crude beams across the ceiling supported by wooden pillars. The Wayne Cave is the gath community's answer to the front porch of an old general store or the office water cooler. People come here to hang out in the heat of the day or to warm up in the winter. There are benches and chairs and back seats from junked sedans reefed in mold and rust. A huge oven rests against one wall, vented to the open by welded together pieces of truck exhaust pipe. The oven is roaring and pleasantly warm. There is the smell of roasting meat. The centerpiece of this chamber that you're in are two seesaws, each with a long, flat beam with a well-worn seat on one end and a large chunk of granite lashed to a divot in the other. Farther back in the cave is a wooden wall with a door. So you are led to a couple of tables that are here and fed a meal. It is, the meal is a fish with homemade bread. They are extremely bland and very small portions. Uh, You are also offered water. You can all make intelligence times five rolls. I pass. Hoagie passes. We all pass. Okay, so this is quite different from the region's usual hospitality. They're not even making the pretense of being happy hosts. Good manners in Afghanistan require giving guests your best. The guests clearly have a different standard. The smell of roasting meat that you smell, by the way, is boar. Hail and well met. So what you guys want to do? And I assume we're we're there's a leader or something here. Is that right?
2: Is Yasser Yasser's here with us, right? Yeah, yes
0: Yeah, Yasser is uh, accompanying you guys.
2: And he's. I mean, we're just we're he is and Samantha's bodyguards, pretty much, right? Yeah. So I, mean, much. I I sort yeah. of
0: feel like I'm not in charge
3: here. It's so, like so I turn to Samantha and be like, "All right, it's your show's on the road." Oh, My right. our
0: uh, diplomat.
1: Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> introduce myself and greet them politely
0: you're peppered with questions about america the outside world and hoagie uh, you see a lot of people looking at you like it, it's really why don't you make a human intelligence role
2: Yeah, we're here to make a good impression, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm kind of trying to be nice as as I can and try not to, you know, I feel like a lot of soldiers kind of inherently distrust Afghanis, Middle Eastern people as a whole, but I definitely. Trying to be, you know, very, very nice, I guess. Uh, okay. Trying to be very charismatic. So I miserably fail my human role.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> okay.
0: So, yeah, um, like you notice a lot of people like looking at you in particular, but it's kind of hard to like re. You're not like it kind of feels like maybe they're doing it because of your. You know, your big gun. They're kind of like looking at your rocket launcher and things like that. But Or not your rocket launcher, your grenade yeah, I'm gonna launcher. I'm
2: going to try to grenade launcher, yeah. I'm going to do what I can to sort of use my bulk to sort of keep it out of sight, maybe. I like keep it behind me. You know, definitely don't seem like I've got it at the ready, ready to use it on these people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you want that to be a surprise. <laughs> All right.
0: Marwat says the the leader of the gas uh her name is the Ormot and they they are saying that Mabel? that that the Ormot will decide when to see us. Uh, probably later today sometime. Until then they tell us that we can uh, uh that we are free to explore the valley.
1: What was the name Jeremy?
0: The Ormot
1: Ormont. Okay. Uh all right. Uh I'm going to uh reassure them that we did bring inbra- indeed bring some gifts and we are honored to be here and we're looking forward to talking with the Ormont. Try to be, you know, friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What do y'all want to do while you're waiting for the Ormont to decide to uh see you guys? So so they did give us permission to
3: go anywhere we wanted. Yeah. So I turned to um to Hoagie and say, Hoagie, you wanna take a walk with me down the valley?
2: Yes, sir, I would think that's probably a good idea.
3: All right, I don't, I don't pay you to make have your own ideas, so uh, come on. <laughs> so so we take a stroll. I mean, I don't have this ma- Me, the character, do not have this map, right, Jeremy?
0: No, you don't have this map, but, I mean, it's a visual representation of the things that you see.
3: Right. I mean, I just see that there's a place labeled Prisoners. I yeah. imagine <laughs> I'm going to wander that away. So, uh, so yeah, I figured maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take a right outside the cave, stroll down this path for a while down toward, uh, you know, the garage stable prison and thing labeled prisoners.
0: Yeah. We wanna have so, a down there. Uh so the main part of the settlement begins at the bridge. The southern valley holds round homes built of stone and mortar. Uh, interspersed among them are scruffy gardens. There are occasional pomegranate trees, generally unhealthy and suffering from mold. The uh, and then there are caves in the southern cliffs as well. Mm-hmm. At the far side of the village is the largest structure in the valley, a six meter tall stone block house a stable near it holds a dozen horses and mules and a garage holds the vehicles there's a workshop that holds well-used tools and a communal store for fuel Uh, the valley ends at a cave from which the stream emerges Are there, like, any kids running around? Yeah, there's tons of kids everywhere. They're kind of flocking, you know, at your heels. Did you... So, is uh, Samantha with you guys and Marwat, or did you leave them in the Wayne cave? I mean, I guess I sort of figured we left them, but there's just the two of us, so
3: maybe they came, maybe we all went along.
0: As y'all are walking down the road, Kogi, a child maybe five or six points at you and cries, Ormat! Ormat! A man walks up briskly up to the child and delivers a shockingly hard open-handed smacking blow to the ear it knocks the child screaming Mm? to the ground with uh, blood pouring out of its eardrum
1: jesus
0: a woman picks the child up wiping the blood from their ear canal she is speaking to the child in a scolding tone
3: Hmm. And are 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 the is everyone here speaking Goth or some
0: people speaking Pashto? You could probably find someone to speak to you in Pashto, but it's very hard to communicate with them that way because your Pashto is not great. theirs is even worse, so it's it's difficult. Mm. So I'm gonna call a little like one of the kids over and then
3: tell them in. Uh... And then I, I take out a couple of candies from my pocket and I give them one and I say for you in Pashtu and then I give them another candy in the other hand and say for her and I point to the kid that got hit.
0: Yeah, the kids greedily take the candy and gobble it up. Their eyes get wide as they taste the refined sugars. Uh, all of the candy, even the yes. They they okay. They they were not my my delivery instrument. <laughs> the kid looks up at you with wide eyes and puts their hand back out and says something but you don't understand what they're saying mm, alright I say no more I hold up kind of empty hands they they just start tugging at your clothes and jumping up and down
1: <laughs>
0: so we're just gonna ignore them and keep walking on <laughs> well back in the Wayne Cave yeah. uh, what are you doing you and Marwat doing back there uh, just to remind you inside the Wayne Cave there's the uh, the wooden wall with the door in it towards the back of the cave, as well as these two like seesaws with uh, large chunks of granite lashed to one side of it.
1: My what! I'm going to be you know just having a as as pleasant a conversation with them as I can. I'll answer their questions about America and. Ask some questions, you know, in in mirror form about their own culture. Just trying to establish a rapport while we're, while we're waiting. Okay.
0: You're getting all of the common questions that you've heard before, what's America like, you know, all, all of those sorts of things. Is there any information you're trying to get out of them as well, or are you just answering their questions?
1: Just because of the purpose of this particular mission, I am kind of trying to arc the conversation towards finding out what their attitudes towards us are and how they feel about their neighbors, how they feel about the Taliban, just their overall feelings about uh, our presence in their country, to see if they're generally pro our presence or anti or neutral or what.
0: Okay. Whenever you hear about the Taliban, people like spit into the dust and like say stuff to Marwat. Marwat funds uh, by telling you, well, yes, the people don't know very much about about the Americans, but any chance to strike at the Taliban is a is a strike well placed. Uh, but ultimately, it's up—it's the Ormot's decision whether or not anything's taken care of.
1: Right, of course, yeah.
0: So you've been talking with these people long enough that you notice a lot of the older, not, not really the children, but the older men and women of the Gath Valley have these square-shaped uh, scars on just various places of their body.
1: Are they large or small, or...
0: It kind of varies.
1: Okay. Uh, how regular would you say they are? Are they perfect squares? Does this look artificial, or does it look like something maybe they're doing deliberate scarification for some ritual?
0: I mean, they're, they're not perfect scars. It does look like old wound, like uh, something cut okay. a square-shaped uh, chunk of flesh out of them, and then it just healed up. Another thing that uh, you all notice about the gaffs is that, though... Women go unveiled with their hair long and unbound, or in simple ponytails and braids. Uh, The women are also very clean, both their clothing and their person. Hoagie and Cryptowix, as you're wandering around, you begin to notice these scars on people as well. And you've noticed... That uh, the shorter a gath is, the uh, more likely he or she is to look healthier, uh, less, showing less signs of uh, nutrition. Um, uh, and, th- and you also notice the square scars about two inches on a side, uh, peeking out of their sleeves or on their calves. Y'all were making your way towards the building labeled Prisoners, is that right? Yeah, just, well, I
3: mean, toward the end of the
0: valley, which also happens to be where that is. Okay, so there are, like, armed guards around the Ormot's house, which is that larger building. It's a uh, two-story edifice decorated, unlike any other place in the uh, village, and armed. The exterior walls have generations of human skulls cemented to them in neat rows. The skulls at the bottom are almost completely collapsed to dust. Towards the top, a few can be seen with modern crowns and fillings in the teeth. The skulls bespeak a variety of ages and sizes. About one in ten has a hole or gash indicating violent demise while others are intact. The flat roof supports an old Soviet Dishka heavy machine gun as well as an artfully arranged pieces of wreckage from an Mi-24 hind chopper. Uh, There's the barrel of a 1880s British Armstrong gun pointing skyward like an obelisk, its metal body dented and discolored in a curved line. Uh, near the machine gun, you see a weather-tight wooden box of ammunition. There's a battered pickup truck and an ancient dirt bike sitting outside the Ormont's house. The pickup truck is currently loaded up with the gifts that y'all have brought. Okay.
3: I turned to uh, uh, Hoagie and say, well, i think th- I think I've seen enough down here, don't you think? <laughs> a freaky looking building.
2: Yes, sir. I don't really know how much we want to go digging around here. This it really isn't our neighborhood. Yeah, you know, go ahead and oh, maintain a good presence. Just
3: on a little little afternoon stroll with my uh with your superior officer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, you know, considering that I I don't think that uh, you know the other guys have any protection. I, I suppose maybe we turn around and start heading back to. Wayne
0: Cave. Okay, as y'all return to the Wayne Cave, Sutherberg, you see a old woman standing in the doorway that's in that wooden wall in the back of the cave.
1: All right.
0: She looks to be a cheerful old woman with one leg. With what? With one leg. She only has one leg. Uh, but she's uh she's just okay. standing there smiling and looking at you guys while uh, you're surrounded by all of the uh villagers asking questions
1: okay i sort of acknowledge her presence it's like look over at her in kind of ways and maybe gesture towards her and ask you know would she like to join us
0: she comes over she has a good color and energy to her even the tiniest hint of a developing pot belly you see while she's there uh she comes up and she laughs and uh she pinches at your muscles and flesh is just smiling and laughing and does the same thing the Marwat and he chuckles and he says ah oh, she uh, she says that we look very healthy She starts speaking in Pashto uh, and she says ah hello yes uh my name is Kafka do, do you pe- speak Pashto?
1: Is anybody else getting, like, weird cannibal vibes from this woman? Because, <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to say yes, I speak Pashto, and uh, as does my acquaintance here, and I think Hoagie and Sergeant Jobs, the Staff Sergeant, whatever his name is, uh, they speak a little bit, just a sm- uh, small Cryptid. amount. Cryptid.
0: Well, what brings you to our village?
1: Well, we are on a diplomatic mission. We would like to help you, and in return, we would like for you to help us. And maybe see if we can come to an agreement that would be satisfactory for everyone.
0: Oh, yes, well, uh, that, that could be a very interesting agreement, if uh, that's true.
1: Mm. We brought gifts. gifts mm. Well, uh, you'll,
0: you'll have to food. give those to the Ormont. She's the one that you'll want to give the gifts to. Of course.
1: To. Right, yes, uh, we're, we're very much looking forward to that.
0: Pogi and Cryptowix, you, uh, you come back to the Wayne Cave and pass by those two seesaws and see uh, Southerberg talking with this older Gath lady with one leg and a pleasant color to her skin. Much, much healthier than the surrounding villagers. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's still it's still Samantha's sort of game here, right? So um, we're just
3: support.
1: I mean, I'm just sitting here waiting for the Orwat to show the fuck up and talking to these yep. people who pinch me and check out how much flesh I have on my body. Like, so I, don't I, 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 Sa- I don't know what yeah. else I'm supposed to do here. So
3: it's, I turn to Samantha or, or the other guy and be like, hey, is there any way we can sort of, you know, get this, get this moving along? I mean, we just looked down and saw the Orwat, you know, his house down there pretty pretty heavily guarded so i mean we're no i mean he's there the person's here can't we you know have a conversation now
0: while this conversation's happening uh that boar has apparently finished cooking the smell of it pleasantly fills the the weighing cave as several villagers take it out of the roasting oven and start carrying it out of the cave all right. I turn to the translator and be like, "Is this some sort of ritual here?"
1: Uh, Marwa
0: just sounds like dinner. Marwa just kind of shrugs.
1: Jeremy, this is exhausting. Can we please move forward with anything? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I mean,
3: can you give us a hint, Jeremy? What what was the so, thing for us to do? I mean, you can do whatever you would want. Oh my! God. I want to shoot the first person that's closest to me. No, all
1: right, I don't we're killing all of them. Uh, yeah.
2: And I was the racist one? Come on.
1: (laughs) I'm not racist, I'm just tired and like, I've talked to the people, you guys went out and walked around, we're waiting to talk to Orwat, are we gonna do this thing, Jeremy, where you're like, okay, five minutes have passed, what are you doing? Because I don't want to do that. We're waiting to talk to the person in charge so that we can cut a deal. We,
2: right. have, we have nothing to do. So
0: night begins to fall before you were. Oh called. wait! No, I know what I want to okay. do. What do you want? No wait! Wait!
2: Wait! 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 Go ahead. I'm fucking with you, Jeremy. <laughs> Continue.
0: Okay. Uh, so Only now
2: have I decided.
0: So night begins to fall, and you, you are do? called to speak with the Orma at that time. Who? Uh, the Ormot. Uh, she is the woman who is in charge of the Gaffs. As you are uh, being taken into the house, uh, you're stopped by a couple of the armed guards and they say something in Gaff. Marwat turns to you guys and says, uh, you must leave your guns and grenades outside. Okay. okay Gets to do that. Okay. I I order Hoagie to do that.
2: Yep. I do that. I leave all my guns.
0: Okay. And then they eat us.
2: Game on. Med- <laughs> Sarge, we're not even gonna like keep a side sidearm
1: on us.
3: No. I mean, uh, my experience with these people, they're generally uh, his spot his spotable um and Is the,
1: the, yeah, you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Hostile.
1: Do, do you mean? <laughs> Are you drunk?
3: No. Soluble. <laughs> Soluble. People aren't soluble ever.
1: I mean, they can be made to be soluble.
3: Yes, I'm sure they can be made soluble. No, these people are generally hospitable, and you know, this is this is a common common thing.
1: Hostile? No.
3: Yeah, I mean, keep your knives on you. You know, don't 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 take your oh, knives. Okay. Off. Well, the
2: knives are okay. Keep the knives on. They you. didn't say knives, so they didn't. Right.
0: All right. Alright, so you leave your grenades and guns outside. Inside, a high-ceilinged chamber is held up by posts that are carved with surprised, amazed, or angry faces. The interior walls are covered with spirals, waves, and geometric designs picked out in spent shell casings, all polished to a high, brassy gleam. A variety of calibers are on display, bespeaking decades of firearm discharges. The floor is swathed in carpets and giant cushions. After a few minutes of waiting in this chamber, you see four Gath villagers push the Orma out on a gleaming carriage. The Orma is in her mid-twenties, about 170 centimeters tall and morbidly obese, pushing 135 kilograms. cannot walk more than a few steps unassisted. Her round, cherubic face is unlined. She has pierced ears decorated with long, day-glow plastic bangles. A gold chain from India stretches from left ear to pierced nostril, dangling a few 9 millimeters. Their shell casings her voluminous clothes
1: her voluminous
0: clothes are elaborately woven in the sorts of abstract designs that make afghan rugs famous uh, but by far one of the most compelling aspects of her appearance is the stain on her skin and hair most gaffs have a have dark tan complexions but the tops of her cheeks her forehead ears knuckles and the tip of her chin are all marked with blackish rainbow swirls. A little over half of her long hair is white. The hair that is grown back to its original black is hard to see beneath an elaborate hairdo held in place with long beaded wooden pins. The Ormata seated on a padded carriage made of spare auto and dirt bike parts, about one meter by two meters. It has a metal plate foundation and wheel on each corner. The spokes of the wheels are threaded with bells, rings, and beads so that she moves in the discordant rattle. The sides of her carriage are decorated with flakes and strips of a dark, rainbow-stained stone, lacquered in place. Uh, the Ormot's pillows are cased with afghan rugs of exceptional quality. Resting in the frame by her right hand is an immaculately maintained and M4 carbine. Unloaded, a tray by her left hand holds cakes, dried figs, goat cheese, bread, a large brass bowl full of pomegranate seeds, two prominently displayed packages of Japanese Paki candy, an unopened package of Oreo cookies, and a small elegant plate holding three dumplings. So, uh, when she enters, uh, she babbles at you in Gath for a bit, uh, translated by Marwat. The Ormod is praising the power and size of the warriors of America. Uh, Together, the Gaths and Americans will certainly destroy the Taliban. After speaking for a while, she reaches for the M4. Um, Okay,
2: gonna be a little uh, cautious. it it
0: is unloaded, right? We don't know. So she's reaching for this gun. Yeah. But and and what's the last thing that um, was translated for us? That together, you, the Gaffs, and Americans will certainly destroy the Taliban. Okay. I mean, I continue listening. Okay. So she takes the M4 and holds it out to Sutherford. Uh She says something. Uh, Marwatt says uh, she's saying that she is returning this weapon that was stolen from America by the Taliban and that the Americans may now thank her for doing so.
1: I thank them and accept it as politely as I can. I'm, I'm doing the
0: thanking. Marwat translates uh, to her and she gives a big beaming smile. Her teeth are in great condition. She then starts talking in a questioning tone. Marwat turns to you and says, uh, she, she asks, uh, do you in America obey great gods in the sky?
1: There are many religions in America.
0: Marwat turns to her and she just kind of nods her head slowly. She he asks another question and he says if americans come will they want to take our food our lands and food or will be will we be left alone to do as we see fit
1: but we are not here to take your lands or your crops from you we are here simply to establish a relationship between our
0: people uh, she's giving you a shrewd evaluating look while you're talking and listening to the answer she then asks a question before marwat translates it i want all of you to make human human roles
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> i don't know sure make su-
0: sure you get that uh, check mark for failing
1: ah oh, no we all oh man Everyone okay fails so uh, you
0: notice you notice when she asked this question that all four of the attendants look surprised All right and Marwat Marwat translates it as will you share food with me to seal our friendship
1: hmm. My stomach
0: almost a little bit
1: I'm <laughs> like, okay, so out of character, I'm getting real strong, like, they're gonna be eating people kind of thing, kind of feeling here. Yeah, um,
3: I mean, like, all everybody is unhealthy and sick besides this person. So, like, clearly there's a power issue, if nothing else. And, yeah, yeah, like, cannibal mm- problem.
1: And it's also Delta Green, so something fucked up is going on. Um, I, I will suggest we actually brought food to share with you uh, as part of our gifts. So that would be lovely. Mar
0: Watt starts translating that, and she gets this like angry look on her face.
1: I fucking knew it. She wants to eat people. <sighs>
0: um, There's no way to talk to somebody else without her knowing, right? No. Mm, no, because
1: she's no, she's right so. there.
0: If anyone's trying to calm her down and explain that there's probably some sort of miscommunication going on here, one person All can right. make a Persuade check.
1: I'm going Who's to gonna Persuade. Do okay. I have a 70. Well, what's your... What? Yeah,
3: yeah, I've got a 40, so you're probably better.
1: Son of a uh. bitch! <laughs> <laughs> That's an 87 against a 70, because I am um. the first. Christ.
0: Okay, alright.
1: I have not succeeded a single fucking role in this goddamn piece of shit.
0: Make sure you give yourself a check Uh The Ormot yells checkmark. and points at the door.
1: Hooray. Alright, well, we fucked it up. Let's go home.
0: Alright, turn around and leave. Alright. <laughs> uh, as you leave, you find a crowd of gaffs gathering. They are all collect armed. Collect our weapons. Yep, yeah. we yeah. you our can weapons. collect your... Uh-huh. Alright, so you collect your weapons and you begin moving, taking the path back towards the dam. After about a minute of walking, you hear a weird shrieking song behind you. The gaffs who have been following you chuckle. Uh, women, children, and old men turn around and leave. But some of the young men stick around to see the carnage. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> So
3: so I, I'm going to stop our translator and say, can you ask, ask them if they like the Ormat? Can you ask
0: them that? Marwat asks them a question. They just kind of start laughing. Marwat gets an answer and he turns and he says, uh, they say it, it doesn't matter. The Ormat is powerful.
2: So uh, Sarge, um, we have shortwave videos or um, whatever. I'm trying to find our loads here. I pull out my load a team radio... <laughs> yeah. um. I think we may want to call for backup.
3: Yeah, we should probably. Yeah, I think that's we double time it. We can get we double
2: time it. We can get to the dam, but uh, they're going to have to cross that. Well, I mean, we don't
3: know it's going to break bad for sure. I mean, we suggested we share a burger, and then she got real angry, and now these people are following us around. So I don't feel super comfortable about it. And I mean, as Tabitha said, this is Delta Green, so something bad.
2: i'm sorry what's what's delta green
3: well yeah yeah no i think calling calling up for backups going to be good but you know this is as i said this is
0: delta green so it ain't gonna work okay um. so so y'all get on the radio and you're able to get in touch with right stuff
2: i'm surprised i'm surprised there isn't like static oh. and the radio cuts out and yeah. then suddenly the fat guy yeah. does just like last time
0: <laughs> uh, yes sarge this is right stuff well no uh, uh well hoagie? hoagie yes hoagie this is right stuff do you copy hoagie
2: <laughs> did we lose oh no the our eyes?
3: radio broke
2: <laughs> you know why even bother to put radios on our character sheets seriously why you
3: know what do you mean
0: we we got in contact oh, did we? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're i you told respond. you i told
2: you right stuff picked up the line well, you broke up because your internet <laughs> sucks. So I thought you were doing a, 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 a gag. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. No yeah, right stuff.
0: So right, right stuff has want. picked up the line. Hey, what's uh, this is right stuff? Do you copy? This is right stuff. Do you copy? He's talking to you, Hoagie. Oh, you're the one uh, on the radio. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well,
2: yeah, we got a bit of a situation brewing down here. You may want to you know, go ahead and make sure we're on standby. Uh, something may be something may break loose here any minute. Uh, uh, I don't need a Russian guns blazing right at this. Second, but.
0: Do do you need us to come get you? We can leave uh, Fire Team Bravo here. Uh, I I <laughs> oh,
3: turned I, uh, I turned to uh, Hoagie and say, "Better safe than sorry."
2: Yeah, you guys might want to get ready. We're gonna we're gonna walk up uh, back to the dam. Uh, you may want to be ready to meet us here.
0: Yeah, okay. you guys can come over to our side of the dam so yeah they'll start coming that way about that time the vampires show up and everybody dies why don't you all make purse uh it is starting to get dark now it's that like twilight time here in the valley uh you're you're so you're so high up and in such a small valley that it gets darker here faster why don't you all make alertness checks tabitha's favorite check
1: Mm-hmm. Watch me fail it. I
2: fail it. Okay, well, I also fail it.
0: Make you sure to give yourself check marks. I fail wow. it. Wow.
1: Yay. Wow, has anyone
0: passed a single roll yet? No,
1: Jeremy, we haven't, because we Oof. keep playing on roll 20, and it hates people to use it.
0: Okay, for a brief moment, it seems to get even darker, but that passes. But then you start to hear gunfire from the dam, and I think that's where we're going to leave it tonight.
3: So if we had passed the alertness check, would, we have, would the gunfire not happening.
0: No, the gunfire still would have happened you'd just have a better idea of what was going on. Ah, wise.
2: Okay.
3: It is funny, though. uh, You know, the first day of class, I always introduce myself as Professor Cush, and there's a couple of kids that snicker. They're never my best students.
1: You can always tell which (laughs) one's it is. So... When I was teaching, and I, I very brief in the very brief window between when I changed my name and before I quit, um, I would introduce myself as Ms. Um, Kush, and all of the ones that snickered, I would point at them and I'm like, "I know you now. I know which ones you are now." <laughs>